Welcome to Fuel for Life with me, Cindy Stickle, creating your healthy lifestyle with ease. This podcast explores nutrition and how it affects your mental and physical well-being, and it is including tips on how you can create the lifestyle you and your family deserve. Are you ready to learn how you and your family can be healthier, happier, and living your best life? then you are in the right place. Welcome everyone to another episode of my Fuel for Life podcast. I am going to talk to you about meal planning. I just completed my master meal planning series on my um, private Facebook group and I'm going to go through that five-day process here today. Um, so day one is where you gather and you plan. So meal planning is an art form. It takes some practice to perfect it, figure out how to make it work best for you and your unique situation, and reap its benefits. Once you figure out your equation, meal planning will feel like an effortless autopilot you have on loop each week. That's the sweet spot and it's coming, (laughs) but we have to find that perfect equation unique to you. That's what we're doing this week, and I'm so thrilled that uh, you're here to learn. So the first thing we'll talk about is the gather and plan part of meal planning. This is where it all begins. Think of it as building a strong foundation for you to move forward into a week full of delicious, healthy, prepared meals. Take some time to sit down and gather ideas for your meals. If you follow specific food blogs you love, take a look through their recipes. Follow accounts on Instagram that post healthy recipes that you find simple to make and and you're likely to enjoy. And of course, Pinterest is a lifesaver. Whenever you have some downtime, pour yourself a cup of tea and sit down to dive into Pinterest for a while. Create a board for you to come back to time and time again so you don't have to gather new ideas every week. You can quickly fill up a Pinterest board with tons of great recipes, so think of this as the pre-work needed to streamline things in the future. If you can um, call looking up recipes work, (laughs) Um, but yes, Pinterest is really great because you can just, if you see something, you can pin it right to your board and then go back and um, take time later to really look at it, but you can save it. It's like bookmarking it. So once you get a good core group of recipes, you'll be able to alternate them in a way that keeps things interesting in your kitchen, but not have to come up with new recipes every single week. Starting tomorrow, we'll dive into breaking things down into themes to help you spice things up in the kitchen But for now, begin by making the recipe hub that'll carry you through the meal planning week. So the action steps that um, for the day one activity is create your recipe hub. Seek out accounts that you can follow for inspiration and set up your Pinterest board to help you plan weekly. Once you do that, then you're on to tips and tricks for a successful meal plan and creating your routine for meal planning. 
So this would have been day two. So I use a few tips and tricks to keep things flowing each week with my meal planning routine. It helps me tremendously to have a system that I can duplicate and rearrange when needed. And I think this will be the trick for a successful meal planning system for you too. I've already um, spoken about what I use for my meal planning here on my podcast and on my Facebook group. I start with my calendar. I just print out a blank calendar off of the internet. I typically plan my meals for the upcoming week, but if you'd like to, to work further ahead than that and plan for a few weeks at a time, then go for it. Whatever works for you. Okay, what works for me may not necessarily work best for you. So a lot of this is, you know, based on your um, personality, you know, so what fits into your individual or family life is what will keep you meal planning. Okay, Um, it may need some tweaking to get it just right. But the very best thing you can do for yourself is finding what fits with you and your lifestyle so that you stick with it. When you're starting something new, it's always best to keep it as simple and easy as possible so that you don't give up too soon. So I will. I like to go with theme nights. It's, um, it isn't hard um, to do, and it's not really like a rule that you have to follow. But, um, you know, you can also switch it up when somebody um, wants, you know, something else besides like, if you have like taco Tuesday and they don't feel like tacos on Tuesday, um, or if you're traveling. So it's not something that has to be set in stone. Um, but for a typical week, if you go with the theme nights, it gives you a great base to build on and will help you look up specific recipes to add to that mix. So it kind of gives you a starting point of, okay, let's do Monday meatless Monday. So, you know, to look up recipes that are meatless instead of looking at the millions of recipes out on the internet and you're like, I don't even know where to start. Um, Unlike Taco Tuesday, I know a lot of people like to do Taco Tuesday. Uh, Wednesday could be soup and salad or stew and salad or, you know, whatever fits what you're, you know, you like and what your family likes. Um, It's important to remember how to balance your plate so you're getting your food groups in at each meal. So for example, on Taco Tuesday, You could start with a big Southwestern style salad and have a few tacos on the side. Or, um, you know, depending on each person, um, but a lot of people still like to get a lot of their veggies and whole foods in. So um, that's one way to make sure that you're not skimping on a certain food group. Okay, me being vegan, I'm eating a lot of vegetables at every meal. So I would make sure that I had a lot of vegetables and my tacos would be lettuce wrapped and not in a shell. And I would probably use quinoa instead of turkey meat, but you know, you get the point. They're very it's very flexible. You can create it however you want. Okay. So when you think um in this mindset, you'll be able to easily adapt the recipes to be healthier for you. So here are a few theme options you could incorporate into your schedule. Like salad and soup combo, slow cooker recipes instant pot recipes, seafood night, um, pasta night. Like I don't eat pasta, but they have the, you could do the, you know, the, the zucchini, you could spiral zucchini, but now they have pasta that's made out of lentils and chickpeas and different things. So, you know, if you're going with the carb free, um, leftover night or breakfast for dinner or stir fry night, 
So whatever works for you where you're not having to cook new recipes also helps, <laughs> you know, cook things that you're familiar with so that this helps you stick to your meal planning. Um, another helpful tool in my meal planning is having great storage containers to keep things fresh in the fridge after preparing. I prefer glass storage containers, um, and I've talked about this too on on my podcast and in my Facebook group, um, and there are a lot of um, great uh, bundles available like on Amazon and or you know Walmart or something. And you can also invest in some freezer bags that will be helpful for freezing some items. So all in all, having this outline of theme night helps to build upon is one of the most helpful tricks that has, um, with meal planning because you already have an idea of what you want to cook. So it helps you when you're searching for your recipes. So the action step for what would be day two is choose your theme nights for the week. And then day three would be plan your pantry. Okay, once you've set up your schedule, your themes, and you're starting to get things planned, you're halfway there. You've been setting up a fantastic foundation, and now it's time to set your pantry, to get your pantry ready to support you through your meal planning process. And this is something that I work with with my clients, too, on how to um, get their pantry um, healthy. So having a well-stocked pantry will save you to many trips from the store um, to get that one ingredient that you forgot. Um, And so curating a robust shopping list will help you as well. So first, take a look in your pantry and take stock of what you already have. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've done this and noticed that I have three bottles of, you know, my um, barbecue sauce or, you know, eight shakers of peppercorns. You know, it's, you buy things and you forget they're in there. So, Um, you probably have more than you think. So take a good look in your pantry and see what you already have. So you don't have to buy any, you know, duplicates. A few things to consider when you are stocking your pantry is choose some whole grains such as quinoa, brown rice, oats, and the safer pasta to eat because you definitely want the healthy whole grains. You want sauces. I would definitely watch the sugar content in the sauces and the sodium. That's why I make my pasta sauce from scratch because I can control that. I don't put any sugar in and I very little salt. Broths, they're the same. Watch the sodium. Healthy cooking oils. I use coconut and avocado oil like mostly. Um, Canned or dried beans, those are my go-to. Canned vegetables for emergency meals are also great to keep on on hand however just watch the sodium and canned vegetables for there's extra salt for preservatives to because you, they don't know how long that can of vegetables is going to sit on the shelf or in your pantry and it, they don't want it to go bad so I always have frozen vegetables on hand so um, I know those don't have extra sodium So spend some time making a well-thought-out shopping list so you know exactly what you need to put in your cart at the grocery store. I do that anyway when I'm grocery shopping, but especially if I'm um, planning ahead, I make sure I have everything written down. If you like leftovers, then plan to buy a little extra of each recipe um, to make the leftovers. And this is great for lunches. Um, I would do this all the time. And if you're not a big leftover person, you can plan to have one recipe be bulkier than it needs to be just to have one leftover meal for one night that week. 
One last trick I find helpful is having what I call an emergency meal on hand. This is for those nights when work runs late or things unexpectedly happen and you simply don't have time to cook the meal that you planned for dinner. Keeping a meal in your freezer or a meal you have on hand that you can whip up in like 10 to 15 minutes definitely helps ease your anxiety when you're running late. This will help you not um, run through the drive through thinking that it's the only way that you can save dinner. So yeah, always have something ready that you can just, um, you know, cook quickly because it's much healthier. You're saving money um, by not going through the drive through So day three, the action steps were to take stock of what's already in your pantry. Make your shopping list of what you need to put in your pantry and choose your emergency meal. Okay, so what I talked about earlier is something that I do teach my clients, whether they're in my group program, my membership, or my customized 90-day one-on-one foundation to clean eating program. Taking stock of the pantry is one entire session. Okay, so knowing what you eat and what's in your pantry is vital to creating your new healthy habits. So day four is shop and stock. So um, you're going to choose your grocery shopping day on the day that you have an hour or two to spare once you get home. I do, I grocery shop Sunday mornings and then I just prep on Sundays pretty much. Um, so you're going to use this time to wash your produce, chop your veggies, portion your foods, get ready for the week. If you prefer, you can roast a few pans of veggies to heat up during the week. This helps save some time, um, a lot of time, if you don't mind warming them up when it's dinner time each day. If you prefer to fresh to have freshly cooked um, food, you can portion out your veggies in separate containers so that you just need to dump it on the baking sheet and toss them in the oven every night. I steam my vegetables, and so I'll steam a whole bunch that'll last me at like probably like three or four days, depending because of being vegan, I eat a lot more vegetables. And then that way I'm not always having to, I just have to heat them up. I don't have to cook them. So pre-cooking and portioning as many things as possible um, is definitely a lifesaver. I also like to make snack boxes for in-between meals when you want a small healthy snack to hold you over. Then you don't have to think twice when you need a little afternoon pick-me-up. Just, um, you know, you just open your fridge and you grab it. So frozen meals are a quick and easy and nutritious way to make sure you get healthy food on the table throughout the week. If you've looked up some freezer meals to prepare, go ahead and portion them out into your freezer bags and freeze them. On the day you're ready to cook it, all you need to do is toss it in the slow cooker and enjoy that aroma until dinner. I love the slow cooker working full time because I would just put it in in the morning and then it'd be ready when I got home. Um, don't forget to use your freezer for leftovers too, because if you made a bit too much of a meal and you don't think you're going to eat it throughout the week, freeze it for the next week. So there's your, you know, emergency meal right there. This helps you not have to cook as much while also you're not repeating the recipes and getting tired of them. Plus, remember, we want that emergency meal just in case of those crazy schedules. So as much as your schedule will allow, prepare as many foods as possible for the upcoming week. This can mean pre-cooking them and storing them in the storage containers in your refrigerator or portioning your recipes, recipe items into containers to pull out at dinner time and to cook, okay? So the action steps for day four are make sure you have enough meal planning containers. Um, if not, add them to your grocery list. 
Um, and I definitely um, speak about meal planning a lot on this podcast and also in my private Facebook group. So day five is now time to cook. Um, you've done the hard part already. You've set up your system, you've made a schedule, you've picked your themes, you've made a grocery list, you've chopped, sliced, diced, and prepared your foods, and now you get to enjoy them. So make sh- good use of your slow cooker and your pressure cooker, which is also your the Instant Pot. Um, they are definitely lifesavers. I can make a pulled pork, barbecue pulled pork in my Instant Pot in under two hours, and it just like falls apart. So don't forget to keep your menu varied so you don't get bored and you kick meal planning to the curb. Okay, I personally try to alternate recipes every few weeks so we aren't eating the same things each week. This seems to be a reasonable time frame to rotate recipes to keep the the boredom at bay. So you'll find what time frame works for you. So it may be every two weeks you can rotate them in or maybe every four weeks. Like you have a whole set of recipes for a month that you just rotate through. Another trick I use is cooking with seasonal ingredients. This helps keep things exciting and keeps the recipes rotating well. And you save money buying seasonal foods. But by using seasonal vegetables, you may have one recipe that it's different every time you cook it because it has a different veggie in it. So if you take anything from this at all, please remember that healthy eating does not have to be complicated. That's what I teach all my clients and I try and share through this podcast and Facebook. Don't choose complicated recipes with tons of ingredients unless that's what you like to do because it's a it's a formula for overwhelm, okay? So give yourself a month of meal planning experimentation and see what works best for you. You'll find the perfect themes, you'll find the ideal recipe rotation, and you'll get in the groove that will start to feel normal and simple. They say it takes like 21 days to form a habit. So do this for at least a month so that you can start getting into that routine and then it becomes easier for you to just keep continuing to do. And if you focus on lunch and dinner especially, it's less overwhelming. So if you've never made a a mason jar salad, then these are fantastic for lunches. You can prepare these for an entire week without them spoiling in the refrigerator so long as you layer them appropriately (coughs) and your dressing won't touch your lettuce until you dump it in your bowl okay so the perfect layering formula is from bottom to top your dressing you put that at the bottom then you put your raw veggies on top then you add your grains like quinoa and if some people put pasta in there again i don't eat pasta and then any other toppings and then you add your lettuce last So this will keep your lettuce and dressing apart and your veggies will be marinating in the dressing the whole time, filling them with flavor. So once you get the hang of all this, your life is going to feel so much simpler. You'll be able to grocery shop in record speed and you'll look forward to your meal planning time once you get home from your groceries, um, your shopping spree. Pop in some headphones, catch up on your favorite podcasts or an audiobook. And you'll soon look forward to your few hours of meal planning time to yourself each week. So yeah, if you're doing this by yourself, that's a good time to like listen to a book, you know, or a podcast. Or if your family wants to help, that's also 
important because especially with kids that are picky eaters, let them help plan the menu and let them help pick out their foods that they want to eat and let them help prepare it because then they're more likely to eat it and you won't have, you'll have less fights. <laughs> I remember those days. Um, so if you have any questions at all, please leave a comment, reach out to me. Okay. Um, this is my superpower and I love showing people how to save time and money eating healthy. Have a great day.